It may be unrealistic and it may not be like what goes on today, but that doesn't mean it can't remind you of, of certain fundamental values that we're supposed to have when we deal with each other. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. From the Federal Resources Studio, this is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Code 3 features interviews with leading members of the fire service, discussing firefighting strategy, tactics, and other topics you need to know more about. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again here on Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service, just like you, from coast to coast. If you're of a certain age, you were probably strongly influenced to become a firefighter paramedic by a couple of guys named Johnny and Roy. Now, if you're a millennial, I'm talking about the two heroes of a 1970s TV show called Emergency. Clear. Uh, Rampart, this is Squad 51. How do you read? The two lead characters were a couple of the country's first firefighter paramedics. I've talked to many members of the fire service who watched that show and grew up to emulate Johnny and Roy, like Central Arizona Fire Battalion Chief Brad Davis. Uh, this goes goes way back to childhood. I know it sounds kind of quirky, but Johnny and Roy on the emergency TV show had, had a little bit to do with it. And I was pretty much hooked after that and knew that that's always what I wanted to do. The characters on that show were good role models. And today's guest said we could use some of their attitude these days. Mike Rubin's been on Code 3 before. He's a paramedic in Nashville, Tennessee. He's also a former faculty member at Stony Brook University. Mike has logged 24 years in EMS, but first he spent 18 in the corporate world as an engineer, manager, and consultant. And Mike Rubin joins me now. Welcome back to Code 3. Thanks, Scott. What was it about emergency that made John Gage and Roy DeSoto such good role models that we could follow today? Well, actually, I think it was less about the medical side of the show and more about the values. I think these days in particular, when we seem to be disagreeing with each other so much on social media, we could go back to just some fundamental values and maybe help each other out. And I think that when you when you look at that show and you watch the way Johnny and Roy not just worked with each other, but presented themselves to the public, it kind of stressed the idea of being honorable and being civil and just being nice. And I think we could use a lot more of that. In the show, we never saw these guys' personal lives. That was Jack Webb philosophy. He was all business. 
Do today's shows go too far in giving us a look at the characters' flawed personalities? I think that uh, today's shows are focusing too much on things that don't have to do with the day-to-day business of helping people. Now, that that's not necessarily a bad thing for the shows. You know, we have to understand the reality of, uh, you know, making money in Hollywood. They're going to probably not get too far if they just put on a bunch of shows that look at any of the essential services as they really are on a day-to-day basis. But as part of this extra excitement that today's cop shows and EMS shows and firefighting shows are building in, I think what we see is some of what you're mentioning. There are a lot of side stories, parallel stories that get into some pretty bizarre situations outside of the job. And while there's maybe some voyeuristic interest in that, it doesn't really do much for anybody who might be looking at that and saying, well, you know, is this something I really want to get into? I think when you go back to emergency, it was more cut and dried. And as you pointed out, I think that's something that uh, Jack Webb probably intended. It didn't always give us a realistic view of what goes on on a day-to-day basis in emergency, but it did portray the kind of attitude, I think, and and again, the kind of values that people need when they're going to make a living helping each other. When you watch these shows these days, do you ever sit back and think, you know, if we did a realistic show that that was not over the top like some of these shows, people would be interested. Yeah, I have thought about that. I was trying to imagine what such a show would be like, and and I kind of got into, you know, playing a what-if game where I was picturing other people playing the roles of Johnny and Roy or other responders like Johnny and Roy. So the names that came to mind were some of the big stars of the day, guys like Clint Eastwood or Al Pacino, and it was like horrific to think about uh, some of these really intense actors um, playing these roles because their way of going about it would be um, a, a slice of realism that might be more than what the public could handle, and it certainly wouldn't make us feel any better about what we were doing, too. You know, there's there's this... I think the the public, in learning more about what we do also needs to be reassured a bit that as we're doing what we're doing, we're not scary people. You know, we're not so intense that we're going to we're gonna look at them the way, you know, Clint Eastwood might look at uh, another character in, in one of his movies that when we're taking care of people, hopefully we're thinking about trying to help them out a little bit. We don't have to be saving lives every day to do that. We can just be going about our business and, and just trying to make one person at a time feel a little bit better i'll be back with more right after this when that call comes in and you rush to head out the last thing you're thinking about is your safety but your safety is all federal resources thinks about at federal resources we work to make sure that every responder is equipped trained and ready to come home safely you look out for everyone else. Let us look out for you. Learn more at federalresources.com.
So, other than being nice, which was, of course, a hallmark of Chief Bruno, what else can we suggest that today's paramedics could learn from watching that TV show if they looked at it now? Well, honor, reliability, having compassion for each other, teamwork. You know, these are pretty common concepts. At least they were, they were you know, 45 years ago when the show was on. I think sometimes we we tend to get away from those basics these days. When I look at what people are talking about in EMS, you know, on on Facebook or any of the social media, we seem to be, I don't know, more wrapped up like the rest of society is in what's going on at the moment in the rest of the world. You know, EMS is really just, as far as I'm concerned, a reflection of the rest of society. We're all people. We're all subject to the same things that that everybody else has to go through and so if if society is 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 edgy about the fact that we don't seem to be able to have uh, civil conversations as easily with each other that is evident amongst EMS providers too so i think we need to go back to basics when we're at least on our job and 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 also hopefully in our personal lives too about just being flexible, just being willing to listen, being willing to consider other points of view, not being so quick to judge, and kind of just being the kinds of of people that we'd want taking care of us if we were patients. Now, if we had today's younger EMTs and paramedics watch a few episodes, what do you think they would get out of the show from their point of view? Well, uh, it's funny you should mention that because uh, a few days ago, I, I had a similar situation. I was watching uh, some old videos on YouTube of old TV shows. You know, I'm part of the golden age of TV generation, so I go back to the 50s in TV. <laughs> and I was watching a clip of this show called Rescue 8. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but I, 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 I had forgotten about it. Did you, have you ever heard of Rescue 8? I have. It came along a few years before emergency. Five and a half million people in this area are dependent on their ability to act swiftly and efficiently in any emergency. This program is dedicated to rescue teams throughout the United States. Right, and, and I remembered something about the show. You know, I, I would have been five or six at the time, but I remembered kind of what the main characters looked like and, and kind of what that old ambulance looked like. Anyway, I was watching this clip, and the, the episode was so corny and it looked so silly compared to what we're used to seeing today. You know, the dialogue was stilted and people were behaving in ways that you probably wouldn't ever see people behave these days. And the, and, and the way they were speaking to each other was very formal and, and just unrealistic. And so me watching that show, which was from the, the late fifties, I probably reacted to that the way today's EMTs and paramedics would react if they were watching emergency. And that would be to look at something like that and say, wow, you know, that, that's, that's from a different time. It's, it's totally unrealistic. Things aren't that way anymore. But I think in both cases, me watching Rescue 8 and, and the EMTs and medics of today watching emergency, if you just, you know, if you dial it back a, a little bit and don't worry so much about the accuracy of all the medical details, which is something my wife gets on me all the time for doing on these shows, and you just kind of take it at face value and you look at people interacting with each other, it can get to be kind of nice, a nice change. You know, there, there isn't any 
violence. There aren't any people arguing with each other. It may be unrealistic, and it may not be like what goes on today, but that doesn't mean it isn't nice to watch, and it, and it doesn't mean it can't remind you of, of certain fundamental values that we're supposed to have when we deal with each other. So, it, you know, the answer to your question is if, if we had people who are working in the field today, young people, uh, EMTs and paramedics, firefighters who were watching emergency, I'd hope that they wouldn't just take a look at the, you know, the way the characters are dressed and how old the equipment is and how the protocols are different. But they'd look at the way people are dealing with each other. And maybe, maybe they'd think to themselves, wow, you know, that's, that's pretty nice compared to a lot of what I'm seeing today. It's true. One of John Gage's favorite lines to say was, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. And he always says that to people, whether they're going to be all right or not. Right, right. If we think back to why we're there in, in the first place, uh, just, again, not so much to save lives. It, that doesn't really happen that often. But to just help one person with one emergency right now and then, you know, move on to the next one, it's not much more complicated than just treating people the way you want to be treated. I think most of us have had, unfortunately, opportunities to be patients in addition to providers. And I don't know about you, but when, when I've been a patient, I almost feel sometimes like I'm I'm being paid back for whatever my sins might have been as as an EMS provider. You know, I I can't say that 100% of the time I've been as polite as I should be to patients and I've been as patient as I should be and and I've been as as understanding and taken as much time to explain what's going on. So when I've been the one on the stretcher and I get that same thing back, I I think to myself, well, okay, you know, this is what it feels like, you know, on the other side of the cot. And it's 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 just kind of a reminder of how we shouldn't let let those basic ways of being civil with each other stay important. Good points all. All right, Mike Rubin, thanks for talking with us today on Code 3. Okay, you're welcome, Scott. And we put some more information about the emergency attitude on our website at Code3Podcast.com slash Squad 51. Check it out. Now it's time for an emergency trivia question. This one should be easy. Name the regular cast member who was an actual L.A. County firefighter. I'll have the answer right after this. If you like Code 3, you'll love the Code 3 Bull Session. It's more discussion with our guests on any topic. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not so serious, but it's only available to patrons of Code 3. Find out what you've been missing. Go to Code3Podcast.com slash support. Pledge just $10 a month to support Code 3, and you'll get immediate access to all the bull sessions in our library and future interviews as we post them. Become a patron today, support the show, and get access to the Code 3 bull sessions. Do you know the trivia answer? On emergency, the engineer named Mike Stoker was played by L.A. County Fire Engineer Mike Stoker. He had a Screen Actors Guild card. The producers insisted that the person who drove Engine 51 be qualified to run the rig because of an accident and it would be so expensive. After the show ended, Mike went back to firefighting. Eventually, he promoted to captain before he retired in 1996. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. I'd love to hear what you think of the show. Just email me, 
scott at code3podcast.com. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next time with more. I hope you'll be here. I'm Scott Oren. Until then, I'll see you later. Code 3 is made possible through the generous support of Federal Resources. Visit them at federalresources.com. This show is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To contact us, get more information on today's show, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to code3podcast.com.